Kilda, good day and welcome to the history of Aotearoa, New Zealand. Episode 73, the steepest street in the world. This podcast is supported by our amazing patrons. If you want to support Hans, go to patreon.com slash history Aotearoa. I know I said we'd be getting into Taonga Takaro, Māori games, after we talked about food, and then bats. But I need a bit more time to write those episodes. So instead, I'm going to give you some shorter tidbits that I learnt when I recently went on holiday to my university town of Dunedin in the Lower South Island. So we're going to start with Baldwin Street, the world's steepest street as recognised by Guinness World Records. Dunedin was surveyed in the late 1840s by a man called Charles Kettle, who was a surveyor in the employ of the New Zealand Company. This company was a sort of private entity trying to profit on the European settlement of Aotearoa. His intention was to recreate the characteristics of Edinburgh, as the town was founded by the Lay Association of the Free Church of Scotland. There's a popular myth that the planners just overlaid the town plan of Edinburgh on the Dunedin landscape and called it job done. Which isn't quite true, but isn't exactly wrong either. As far as I can tell, the town plan was made up in Britain by people who were unfamiliar with the landscape, and as such didn't take much care in noting topography in some areas. So some streets were slapped onto some hills, probably where they shouldn't have gone, and the people building those streets didn't really much care that they were building nearly vertically. Hence, Baldwin Street, the world's steepest street, is born. I wasn't able to find specifically when Baldwin Street was made. It doesn't appear on maps of Dunedin from 1872 and 1909. Though this may be just due to those maps focusing more on the city centre around the octagon, which Kettle also designed. It does appear on a list of streets from 1915, so that makes it at least 100 years old, and there are references to births, deaths, cutting turf, and a town plan going back to 1878. So we know it existed at least at that point. The street itself is named after William Baldwin, a member of parliament for Otago in the 1860s. Specifically, he was the MP for the Goldfields electorate, one of three special interest constituencies that were made to focus on the needs of the miners that had arrived in the gold rush, when that shiny metal was discovered in Otago. This was actually kind of a weird thing, because unlike voting in other electorates, which required the ownership of property, The goldfields only required you to hold a mining licence, and that licence possibly didn't even need to be current. Funnily enough, Baldwin himself had discovered gold in Waitahuna, southwest of Dunedin, and during his time in office, he was a big supporter of the separation of the South Island into its own separate colony, on the basis that the rich gold miners were funding the New Zealand wars in the North Island, which is a whole other story in and of itself. But... Suffice to say, during the gold rush, the most wealthy city in New Zealand was Dunedin, which is where the small town really grew into what it is today. After the death of Kettle, who by this point was an MP, Baldwin decided to run for his electorate, but was beaten by Edward Cargill, the son of William Cargill, who was the founder of Dunedin and the wider Otago settlement. 
Interestingly, Cargill actually really hated Kettle because of their differing English and Scottish ancestry. You might also recognise Cargill's name, not only for Mount Cargill in Dunedin, but also Invercargill, the most southern and western city in New Zealand, and my hometown. So why do we even care about Baldwin Street? As I mentioned before, Baldwin is recognised as the world's steepest street, measuring a gradient of 34.8%, which is a ratio of the height to distance along the whole street. Simply put, it's really steep. I've climbed Baldwin, so I can tell you for a fact, it feels fucking steep. My legs were absolutely munted by the time I got to the top. The street held that record for more than a decade, until a couple of years ago, when a challenger approached. It was put forward that, and I'm gonna butcher this, Forth Panshire in Harlech, Wales was actually steeper than Baldwin Street, and the Welsh Street was actually awarded the honour of being steeper than Baldwin in June of 2019. The fine folks of Dunners weren't gonna let that stand though, and a counter-appeal was launched by a group led by Toby Stoff, a local surveyor in Dunedin. From my layman's knowledge, the crux of the argument lay in how the streets were measured. You see, Forth Panchler has a couple of bends in it, meaning that depending on which part of the street and how far from the centre line you measured would influence the result, and would give Forth Panchler an unfair advantage over the dead straight Baldwin. The people who measure this sort of thing, the Guinness World Records, investigated the claim, and came back in April 2020. Quote, Following a thorough review, as well as consulting with industry specialists, it was concluded that for the steepest street, brackets, road, record title, the best practice for the gradient is to take the measurement from the centre line of the street. End quote. And so, with that in mind, Baldwin's 34.8% gradient beat out Forth Panchler's 28.6%, and Baldwin was re-awarded the title of World's Steepest Street. So, what do you do when you officially have the world's most difficult street to climb? Well, every year since 2002, there is the Cadbury Jaffa Race, where a bunch of these small red lollies are rolled down the hill for charity and bragging rights to see who has the fastest Jaffa. In 2010, a stuntman rode down on a motorbike while doing a wheelie, and in 2018, an 11-year-old raised $11,000 for Ronald McDonald House by going up the street on a pogo stick. You can see a plaque commemorating his climb at the top. Baldwin Street is an icon of the city, and has many positive things associated with it. But Dunedin is a city of students. The University of Otago dominates the northern part of town, and where there is a large concentration of students, you generally get people making silly choices, often under the influence. In 2019, on the same day that Lime e-scooters were introduced to Dunedin's streets, a man rode down Baldwin on one, when it was wet. Twice. The man was from Christchurch, so perhaps he hadn't heard the story I was told when I was a student at Otago. In 2001, two students, aged 19, 
grabbed a wheelie bin, lay it on its side, and rode on it like it was a sled. It was probably good fun. That is, until the bin hit a trailer part way down. One of them was killed instantly. The other left with serious brain injuries. These aren't the sort of stories that people want to talk about, particularly not on a fun, informative podcast. But it is an important warning. People still ride bins like sleds down Baldwin to this day, despite this story. As with anything, Baldwin Street has an interesting and complicated history, and we shouldn't hide it. Baldwin is officially the steepest street in the entire world. An amazing achievement. And we should treat it with the care and caution it deserves. Next time, we'll be discussing something that I randomly stumbled upon when out on the Otago Peninsula. Something very near and dear to my heart. Or, rather, stomach. New Zealand's first cheese factory. If you want to send me feedback, ask a question, suggest a topic, or just have a chinwag, you can find my email and social media on historyaotearoa.com. Aotearoa spelt A-O-T-E-A-R-O-A. You can also find helpful resources there, like transcripts, sources, and translations for some of the te reo Māori we have used. You can help support Hans through Patreon, buying merch, or giving us a review. It means a lot and helps spread the story of Aotearoa New Zealand. As always, hairi tu watu, hoki tu mai. See you next time.